0: This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid.
1: And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby.
0: This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, tiptoeing around kids' emotional landmines again. Plus, Biz would like less inspiration, Teresa's Ears Hurt. And we talked to author Libby Babbitt-Klein about her new book, Baby Feminists. Woo!
1: That deserves a woo! 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 How are you, Teresa? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so my toddler is here today. Yes, Um, he is. Guys,
0: fact check. Yeah. That is a toddler.
1: Yeah. And my oh, mind that's yeah. a little baby. He's like almost 2. He's, he's... going to be 2 and like soon. I mean, he's, he's barely toddling. He's like oh, all yeah. on like he can uh, like walk around. Yeah. He's sitting in a chair like yeah. a person a second ago. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. So he's here <laughs> and he's I'm just I'm kind of having like a toddler moment right now because he's He's in that moment where you're just like, please don't ever change Mm. and please make this stop. Yeah. Like at the same time. Like, yes, he's so angelic. I I can't (laughs) like I want to like eat him like completely. (laughs) He's so amazing. And when he's irritated or trying to get attention or just like the slightest bit anything, the Noise level, Mm -hmm. the noise pitch that he can do. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't even think it's like, I don't even think it's that loud. Like he's not exactly a screamer. Right. But he has the tone. (laughs) It's like a key to my brain. It's like a key that unlocks (laughs) my brain, my like panic (laughs) emergency brain. Uh Just with his, this pitch that he can just deliver. Wow. Wow. At any point. And he does it a lot. Yeah. A lot. Like yeah. All day. He needs stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And it's making me have a physical reaction. I feel tense. Yeah. Because the sound hurts. It hurts my ears. It actually hurts. Yes. (laughs) And I talked about recently how I've been, like, making use of the noise-canceling headphones around (laughs) my house. But, I I mean, it's not realistic. Right. You can't. Stay Do that around day. the house all day. Yeah, like it's not. <laughs> you can't hide in the bathroom all. Like, day. Like I want it just for him, right? Which then I realize is like getting pretty close to just like putting something over his mouth, which is <laughs> horrific. Is he like a parrot. Yeah, it's like <laughs> asleep. It's just... Yeah, it's so it's so bad. So it's it's really it's all the yeah. stuff right now. I'm... It's amazing and painful and. I never want it to end, and I really want it to end. Yeah. It's all of that right now. With the him. noise is really
0: something they don't talk
1: about. Yeah.
0: Like, it's just true. the effect yeah. of the noises yeah. and the volume yeah. on us. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. like, where's that book? How to handle the noise. The noise. I know. Yeah. That is... I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. But it's, it is, that is a real place. Yeah. I've been there. I know I'm you have. i still there. Yep. <laughs> I feel like I might never leave that place. Oh,
1: God. Yeah.
0: How are you, though? I'm all right. Stefan's traveling. Hooray! Right.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see wanna, this one coming. Nope. Nope. Surprise. Stefan's okay. traveling. All right. But it's actually... It's a good trip because he left on a Monday and he's coming back on Friday. Okay. So there's no weekends. Great. Which is really the downfall of right. traveling. Yeah.
1: And I'm sure when he comes home on Friday, yeah. he's just going to be ready, ready to, just to jump right jump back in. into in. around-the-clock family time. Bye-bye. I'm out of the door. That's right. Oh, he better be. <laughs>
0: Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to point out that Katie Bell, again, she's nine. Ellis going to be five eminently. Yep. They get along uh, pretty well Her yeah. kids. Yeah. They both have ideas and like to do stuff. Katie Bell, not only does she have lots of ideas and she's really able to, like, do them Uh now, which is amazing and great. Yeah. She then immediately wants to share whatever new thing she's done, be it rearrange something, be it an art project, be it a song she's come up with, be it something incredibly complicated that only a nine-year-old can do. Yeah. She will announce it. And within I mean I can't even count to three before Ellis says, "I want to yeah. do that too yep." And like so much of it is not doable but by I'm, Ellis or yeah. it is, but now everything's gotta fucking stop right because it's gotta happen like right now, yep, or I just don't or I don't have the supply because like like right now, Katie Bell, like out of the blue last night was decided to bling everything uh-huh. and when she her arm was broken, uh the lovely. Marnie Zalbin, mm-hmm. who we all know and love mm-hmm. from the One Bad Mother community, had sent Katie Bell some bling to bling up like sticker. Oh, that's great. Grindstones and yeah, stuff to decorate the cast yeah. and all that stuff. Well, I'd forgotten that stuff was still around after oh. she had done like the leftover stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, everything's blinged. Picture frames are blinged. Okay. Backpack is blinged. Everything is blinged right now. And so Ellis is, she's like, Ellis, do you want to come see? And I'm like, I want to say, don't you fucking show your brother that nice thing you made. <laughs> yeah. So in goes Ellis, and he's like, Do you have any bling for me to use? And yeah. of course, does she want to share her bling? No. No, she doesn't. No, of course not. And she's want, using it. I want yeah. to be mad at her and be like, Yeah. Don't tell anybody about this unless, unless you're willing your to share it, which is not okay. Yes. That's not how the world works. No.
1: Nope. Not even probably how it should work. Yeah. So I'm like, uh, but like, how hard are you making my life right you're making now? My- yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where I relate I? to this so much. Oh my you're god. Right. Okay. So like, anyway, we should probably explore that more. Yeah, we should. But that's what's happening right yeah. now. Oh, and- that's, that's that's so my life. Like yeah. you just described. Yeah. I mean, that's literally yeah. the exact same. We should we should arra- rearrange our kids somehow. Yeah, yeah. So that so that yeah, because this is really annoying. It's, it's a really annoying dynamic. It is a horrible yeah. dynamic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which ties in nicely to <laughs> so what we're going to talk about today. Yeah. Because when I can't rearrange my life nicely, uh-huh. what it does is trigger one of the thousands and thousands upon thousands of emotional landmines that I have to step around. <laughs> We've been there before. Mm-hmm. Right? In fact, that may have even been the exact title of a previous show. No matter. But <laughs> I really need to rant about it. Yeah, let's hear and it. And I was like, we're yeah. going to revisit it. Because yeah. like most things in parenting, it doesn't go away. doesn't go away and or it, it shifts and changes
1: and yeah. there's something new.
0: Yeah. Or maybe <laughs> maybe it's not new. Maybe it's but... not new. Yeah. Maybe it's the same. Maybe this is one of those surprises. It doesn't change So... You were saying at the beginning. Yes. Angelic, yes. beautiful toddler, yes. combined with, you know, earth shattering noises that make yeah. your soul crush slowly inside yeah. of you. Yep. Ellis. Also, God, he's in a sweet place. Mm. That kid is funny and sweet. Mm-hmm. There's just a look of joy that mm. emanates from his Aww. face. Of wonder. Oh, when he likes something, oh, he likes it and it's a pleasure. Mm -hmm. But you're just like walking down a beautiful sunny path where everything seems great. You suddenly step in a pile of air shit Mm -hmm. and your day is ruined. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is where I am. I cannot find myself, I cannot find a place right now where the balance feels equal between loving Mm. the good times Mm -hmm. and then all the emotional work if I trigger a breakdown. Mm -hmm. And this is what I want to get into today in particular with this, because I said trigger, because it used to be I feel like, oh, I'm helping my two-year-old and my three-year-old navigate their emotions. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we'll do some distracting and we'll do, you know, some displace and replace and all this stuff, Mm -hmm. right? But now that he's getting older, I feel like we should not be displaced anymore. Now we should be like, okay, this is really hard. And I appreciate that Mm -hmm. this is not something you wanted or you'd like us to reset time. Or you didn't (laughs) want this one strawberry on your plate. Or like, I didn't realize that your name tag goes down first before mine. Because, yeah, we're doing something that he does at school at home. Which is make name tags and put them on everybody's seats for meals. That requires a special order. Right? Like... Giving into that feels like giving into something, right? Uh So I feel like now I've got to be pushing back Mm. because developmentally we should be getting there. But simultaneously, I also find myself wanting to avoid it at all costs. And so my day and energy is spent avoiding thinking about scenarios, trying to figure out how to avoid any sort of meltdown. Which, A, is exhausting, mm-hmm. and B, feels also like giving in a little.
1: Yeah. Well, and can I add a yeah, C? I love Cs. It doesn't work. It doesn't work! There's no way oh. to avoid
0: them. Don't tell me that, <laughs> because that's the truth, and I think it's I true. just haven't accepted it. Yeah, I it's true.
1: Like, it. you are trying to fix it, and probably sometimes yeah. you do avoid certain things, but there's just no... Still. No matter what you do, when your kid is going through something, they're just going to go through it. Yeah. You can't avoid it. This
0: literally happened.
1: so Like I said, Ellis,
0: at school, they have name tags Uh that go down Mm -hmm. before lunch Mm -hmm. or snack or whatever. So Ellis wanted, they got to bring one home because they Uh replaced them with new name tags.
1: Oh, It was a crayon. Okay. So now
0: we all needed to have crayons. Okay. So, like, breakfast took forever, like, one morning uh-huh. when he's demanding that, fine, fuck okay, it, we'll make a crayon. Uh-huh. It's great. But there's a whole order. It's got to go out first, blah, 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 Yeah. The weekend had passed, and this hadn't happened because it was a crazy weekend. We had donuts, and pancakes on the couch, and all this stuff. Yeah. So, Monday arrives, and Stefan says, I said, oh, hey, do we need to do the crayon thing? And he says, he hasn't mentioned it in a few days. Well, let's, let's don't say anything. Yeah. My instinct was like... That's a mistake. Yeah. We should bring it up. But yeah. I was also like, I'm gonna trust but, Stephen. Right. Let's
1: also yeah. you know what? He could be right. Well, yeah. Look and him. also you have an opening here an to opening. potentially get be, be done with it. this. Whereas if you you know that if you yeah. put it out, you might save yourself uh today. Right. But then that's more days of yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to
0: risk yeah. my instinct yeah. for the team yeah. thinking. Yeah. Let's try. Yeah. Partnering with yeah. my partner. We are about to put breakfast on the table. Uh-huh. Ellis is happily playing with some magnet tiles. Mm-hmm. Suddenly he looks up and he's like, and then yeah. all hell breaks loose. Right. Couldn't avoid it. Right. And it was awful. Yeah. And I feel like it slows down my day and makes oh, me yeah. feel bad. Yes. And, and last thing, and yeah, then you're going to talk me through it No, or give me a lot of C's. And the <laughs> last thing that I want to rant about, and then we can just go on to our <laughs> is, yeah. fails, is that. What this does is it also seriously pushes my, I am failing as a parent button. Mm. Like of the, why is my kid still having these problems? Even though I know it's developmental, mm-hmm. right? Like, am I, have I been giving in? Like Katie the other day was like, why? I feel like you're always asking me to pull back. Like if they're fighting over something dumb, mm-hmm. like how to pronounce a word mm-hmm. or like where the fork goes or whatever, and Katie Bell's trying to correct and Ellis is saying like his version of it. And it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Whatever Katie Bell's... <laughs> whatever. It's just going to escalate to chaos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I do sometimes say, let's just say, okay, mm-hmm. and move on. Yeah. Like, what are you achieving by yeah. continuing to do this? He's yeah. four. And she finally just said, because it's Katie Bell. You know, I feel like you're always asking me to do mm-hmm. that. And, yeah. I don't, and I was like, you're right. That's not fair. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. I don't know what to do about that. So anyway... I really want us to get past it.
1: Yeah, Katie
0: Bell has her own m- landmines, but they're right. way more taught. Like they're way more like you can deal with them more because she's old enough to kind of understand and navigate some things that Ellis can't yet.
1: Yeah, so, I've, yeah. So I'm I I could go like ten or twenty places yeah. with this because I I've been there and I'm also there, there. a lot and it's coming again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 there, yeah. you know and those like making those decisions on a daily basis of like which thing is going to be which thing should I do should I take the risk that we might make it through without doing this thing that I don't want to do or should we just make it all easy on ourselves and reinforce this habit that I don't really want to reinforce but make it easy on myself today I mean that is a that comes up a lot in my life and it's a really exhausting place to be and then what Whatever you decide, because that doesn't solve it, right. even if you get the quote-unquote right answer, yeah. even if you get the result you wanted in that moment, you're still going to face a meltdown at some point. You're yes. still going to step in the landmine at some point. And those are so draining. Like yeah. I have a situation with Oscar who actually is – he has some – really strong emotional regulation skills at this point but mornings continue to be a challenge for him first thing in the morning I don't know if it's just like the low like low levels of I can't remember what it is serotonin or dopamine or something that when you wake like when humans wake up in the morning that's when we're at our like lowest or something I can't remember (laughs) what that is but it's really easy to set him off somehow first thing in the morning and he's always the first one awake with me and it's it's a j- daily challenge for me to be able to greet my day in like a good space yeah. because I'm greeted with that first thing. And even if it's not like in the first two minutes of waking up, it's usually within the first 20 or 30 minutes of waking up. Yeah. And it's, it's very difficult for yeah. me. So I wanted to share that and yeah. just that I, I'm like feel this really strongly with you. And then also I was at a thing with a speaker And the speaker (laughs) talked a lot about a lot of different things. But one thing that that was a good reminder for me to hear, and it was like mostly about academics. But one of the things that she was saying is, you know, a lot of times with kids, what we're working on first is emotional regulation. Yeah. And it's kind of impossible to get anywhere on the other skill building if we're not if we're not in that good emotional place where they are when they're like interested and stimulated and they're relaxed and they're calm, like that's where we want to be. We can't be like too excited. We can't be too upset. If we are, then we're not able to like learn or make progress or, or anything. Right. And I think so much of the time when I have been trying to help my kids deal, like solve a problem, I'm trying to help them solve it when they're not in that good, good regulated yeah. zone. Sure. And it, it really is pointless. Like I'm trying to fix it because I want it to be fixed yeah. so that I can move on and I'm trying to help them. Yeah. But it's like I could be saying anything. Yeah. In that moment. It like doesn't matter. And so like I and then so the part of the, the two things that are helpful about this to me are that like just a reminder that like when the kid when we've already gone past the kid is totally losing their mind about something just to know like oh yeah there's nothing really for me to do right now but let them like get back like help them cope however i can and we will solve the actual problem later like that helps and then the other thing is just that like working on emotional regulation Mm -hmm. is a task of childhood and adulthood like it's but it's but it's. i know i'm making and a of, face because it's yeah, hard to it is de- because but it's but it's not all on you is what i'm saying like that's not this is like a this is a a big challenge yeah that for our kids that they are going to continue to build skills in this area
0: <laughs> they are i know i know i want to help them Learn that skill yeah. when they're in the middle of melting down. I know. And that, and what it, I've just learned, right. that's a possible yeah. time to learn anything. They're not learning. And, like, yeah. I do, like, I mean, like, here's the thing. Ellis eventually stops. Right.
1: Everybody <laughs> that, does. Right. Yeah.
0: So a lot of times it's just riding through it. Yeah. But, like, I currently find myself in a place where I feel like all those things are happening when we need to be doing other things. Mm-hmm. And and I don't don't have the wherewithal just to sit and let it ride out Mm. because we also have to go. We also have to eat fucking breakfast because if we don't eat breakfast, we can't brush teeth. And if we can't brush teeth, you can't watch that show that you want to watch before we go. Like, I feel like I'm trapped in a world of everything is slowing down. How do people get their kids to do the things they, you know, like even if it's not a meltdown, it's a, here's an interesting fact that I'm going to stop everything and tell you about. Mm. Right? Like, so it's,
1: I just want to say none of that stuff will work. I know. like it's you so have, hard. You, it's it is really hard because we think as parents, well, I have to just get them into the car somehow yeah. and get them where they need to go, and I need to go yeah. on and do my stuff. Actually, you can't sometimes. Like sometimes you can't I do know. all that stuff. You, <laughs> like I, I mean <laughs> really, is, it's it's, it's mind boggling. Yeah, but like it took me a really long time to realize, like, oh, I have I have to forget what I, I'm supposed to do today, and eventually you, you'll do it. I don't want to do like, that. I know, but. <laughs> I know.
0: I know. Well, you could tell why this would be so hard for me. But because it's my, hard for everyone. But my safety it. zone is to go back into control and schedule. And I know. And and there'll be these moments where, like, Ellis is, we're not moving forward. mm mm-hmm. <laughs> Either for tantrum or whatever. And I do sit there and I think, oh, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't want somebody to push me into yeah. doing this. Yeah. Like, to keep saying, we got to go, we got to go. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I think... Everything that you've said, plus listening to myself, I, I know so much of this is on me. Don't get me wrong. I understand they need to emotionally develop, right? But that's on them. But I think I fear that, like, maybe I'm not modeling well. <laughs> maybe I'm not doing the examples. If if my solution is consistently, let's all adapt ourselves yeah, so that it's hard, it's easier yeah. for you to calm down, yeah. That doesn't feel like that's the right thing. Yeah, You know what I mean? And a lot of times I have to decide, okay, if I'm going to instead say, I'm really sorry, I know that's disappointing. Mm -hmm. I I wish we could go back and fix it, but we can't. Yeah. That I then have to stop and go through the throwaway. I mean, he's a little more like, physical than Katie Bell was. Katie Bell would be really upset and cry and scream but Ellis wants to hit and he wants yeah. to like throw and dump things and you know trash the place and so yeah and a lot of it comes back to I don't want to deal with it which <laughs> yeah. sadly not the
1: parenting mantra well, we're supposed to have. But of course you don't. I mean it's of course you don't. Yeah. like I don't think you should feel bad about that. I do. It's like, <laughs> But no, do you know what I'm saying? Like, sure. there's no one who's like, oh, oh. I know, I've seen this. I know what this is. I can – I mean, it really, really sucks. Yeah, And it it's it's really scary to not know what to do. Yeah. And it's it- really scary to feel like, okay, should I – like, because what you're feeling in the mo- – what I have felt in the moment is like, well, I can't just say like, well, fine, we just won't go yeah, anywhere today. I exactly. can't just sit here and do – like – it's really hard to try, t- like, and basically, what I think is happening for me in those moments is I am also going to that yes. totally dysregulated place and I'm making bad decisions and I'm not able to think clearly and make a good decision. Like, yes. So great. Yeah. Yes. It's a
0: disease. <laughs> great. <laughs> <laughs> One Bad Mother is supported in part by Audible. It's the time of year when everyone is thinking about thoughtful gifts. Think about giving yourself the gift of an Audible membership and access
1: an unbeatable selection of audiobooks. You can choose three titles every month, one audiobook, and two Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. For example, I am commuting like crazy hours every day now, um, so I've been enjoying listening to Audible. And right now, I'm listening to Educated, a memoir by Tara Westover, which is available there. So for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price.
0: Give yourself the gift of listening and think about giving the gift of Audible to someone on your list. For more, go to audible.com badmother or text badmother to 500, 500.
1: Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you
0: did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius.
1: So my kids are picky eaters. (laughs) And there's only a few things that will work for them. And I I was flailing about for something that they would eat for dinner the other night. And I realized that we had some refried beans, and they like beans and rice. Beans and rice is one of like the few things that they will eat. So I saw that we had refried beans, but we didn't have any rice. Mm. But then I remembered that we had this thing <laughs> called riced cauliflower, oh. which is this thing that Jesse's been buying because it's kind of like a healthier, low-carb version right. of rice. And I, I was like, well, this is what they're having. And Jesse was like looking over my shoulder and he's like, and I was like, how do you think this is going to go over? And he was like, not well. And, but then I just decided I would just mix it in with the beans before they would even kind of really see it. And they were delighted by it. And I just said it was beans and rice yeah. and they ate it and they really liked it. And oh. I was like, that's even kind of a vegetable. Yeah. A little that bit. That is kind of like a yeah.
0: vegetable. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good Riced job. Cauliflower. Good line to your children. Thank you. I love it. Okay. Alice. sadly from me, my side of the family has no butt. <laughs> <laughs> and despite pants, with uh-huh. drawstrings, Yeah. Uh, That child, his entire life, I will go to like, he's been at the preschool for like three and a half, four years now. And whenever I go and I see him running around the yard, he has always had his hand on the back of his pants. Yep. Holding his pants up. little hitch in his pants. Yep. And I finally was like, wonder what would happen if I got him some suspenders. Yeah. And I got him some suspenders. Yeah. And not only do they keep his pants up. He's adorable. I bet that isn't wrong. He loves them. Oscar's been wanting to
1: wear them. How does it? Because we have the same problem in our house. How does it work with using the potty? You just pull them off like he pulls them off like like that. So they don't.
0: Right. They don't have to. I mean, like sometimes because it's Ellis, he's like, I've got to unsnap every single thing when I sit and
1: eat. I'm like, you don't
0: actually have to. Yeah. But (laughs) for the for the bathroom, he just pulls them,
1: you know, off and then pulls it down. Pulls it down. and Then pulls them back up over the shoulders. Yeah. We don't tuck
0: in shirts or anything. There's like lots of
1: like. It's just loosey-goosey. It's just keeping your pants It's keeping your pants up. I on. love it. Thank you. I love it. All
2: right. Hi, One Bad Mother. This is Olivia with a genius. I spend a lot of time in my kitchen, and I moved our toothpaste and toothbrushes to my kitchen sink, and now everybody, including myself, is getting their teeth brushed a lot more often. What genius is, is to move the things you need to where you are.
0: Have a great day.
1: (laughs) Widely applicable. It's
0: widely applicable. Very good. I would love to combine this genius with that genius where the woman bought several of the same thing that she needed. and It was like... What was it? It was like something. She put them like in every room. I can't remember. But to combine that, so like there's just toothbrushes in every room. Mm-hmm. So no matter where you are, we're yeah. going to brush our teeth right yeah. now, whatever it is. That's how I am with
1: uh, tissue. Yeah, tissues. tissue. boxes. Every room. Every
0: room. That's right. When I uh, was breastfeeding, uh-huh. I just had like all the, st- I had little boxes in every room that had like the breast pads and the yeah. like the nipple cream and all that yeah. shit. Just everywhere. Yeah. So wherever I was. Perfect. I couldn't reach it. Yep.
1: (laughs) Yeah, just barely. Just Just barely out of reach from every... Why would it be over
0: there? That makes no sense. (laughs) Well, you're doing an amazing job. Yeah, it's great. Good job. Failures.
1: Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. Okay, so I had a good food genius, and so I'm gonna have a good uh, food fail. So on another such night, that was not as lucky, um. <laughs> I decided that I would make my kid. I was just like so sick of the same usual things. Yeah, and we had some like organic turkey meatballs in the freezer, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is. Someone will eat this. It'll be fine. I'll make it with pasta. Yeah. Even though deep down I kind of know none of them really like any of those things. Yeah. It just seems like something kids should eat. (laughs) Right. And I I didn't have like a lot of options. And I was just like, come on, you guys. Like, they're hungry. This should be fine. Maybe it'll be fine. So it wasn't fine. (laughs) They were, I mean, Curtis ate a little bit of sure. it. but the perfect Grace, child. Yeah. He's still a toddler, so he doesn't even like, have, have food pickiness really yet. I mean, he has like a few, but yeah. like he'll eat more things. Um, I'm just waiting for that yeah. to go away. They're not eating anything. I'm yeah. going to do what they're doing. But, yeah. So, but Grace and Oscar, not only would they not even touch it, mm. but they were rude about it. Oh. And what I did was... Even though I kind of knew this was going to happen, but I had like just done a weird thing where I'd like decided that it might work out yep. and my hopes were too high. I was really upset mm. that they were so rude about it yeah. and that they wouldn't touch it. And it ma- it was like that that crazy feeling yeah. where you're like I just cooked this whole meal. Oh yeah. And now nobody's eating it and they're hungry. Yeah. Like they need to eat food or they'll be up at night. You know like yeah. I need to I I have to solve this somehow and I was so mad and I was so not in a good place about it and I was super grumpy and I just I it took me a while to come back from that yeah. and like all the while I knew I was doing it to myself yeah. like I was like wow you know I could have just made something that I know they like and avoided this whole thing entirely or I could have known that yeah. they might not eat it and just been cool with that and just like decided this is just what I'm cooking tonight yeah. and I'm just gonna accept like I I I could have handled it so much better
0: and I didn't yeah, but that's that's you choosing not to tiptoe around the landmine. That was you choosing I'm gonna let this go. Right? I did, but I was a jerk about yeah, it yeah sure. and I felt bad uh, like well, I w- do you know what I mean yeah like no, I, I didn't showing you how that doesn't pay off Yes
1: <laughs> yes exactly exactly well you're a horrible mother. I know.
0: okay my kids have these like this small. Clean canteen of water bottles. Mm-hmm. They're really great. Yep. Indestructible. Yay environment. And we've had them forever. And Ellis has the sippy cup lid. Yep. And I just, we, they come home every day. I empty them out, rinse them. Occasionally uh-huh. I run them through the dishwasher, whatever. Yeah. I hadn't done that in a while. The, but the bottles, give it the sniff test. Not uh-huh. a big deal. The bottles are fine. But the other day I thought, you know, I haven't pulled out the stopper yeah. in the sippy cup. Lid in yeah. a while i'm just gonna do that yeah and i did and guys it was I, black with mold yeah mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. i was like <laughs> i'm a horrible person i then was like uh and it's not like for whatever reason we don't have a lot of other cup options i've just been like uh-huh. getting rid of things so like i like purged and steamed and like forever now i'm doing it all different now yeah but i yeah. was just like Wow. Because not yeah. only was it all over that tip, yeah. it was like in, in those crevices. Like yeah. I had to get like pipe cleaners yeah. and like soak and then yeah. pipe clean and soak. And
1: yeah, my children have great you, immune systems. You do suck. Yeah. I feel like though everybody has Ugh, done so that worst. one time before it's they start <laughs> washing their every. Well, I used to not wash ours yeah. either. And now ours go through the dishwasher every, every single night. night. Yeah. Like it's... with all the parts taken out because I, yeah, yeah. been there. Because you've heard about it happening? No, I've, I've been there. <laughs>
2: Hi, One Bad Mother. I am calling with a fail. It has been a crazy past few weeks, um, a lot of late nights, a lot of early mornings, and just sort of doing things constantly. And so this morning, I had a few extra minutes, and I desperately needed a shower, specifically uh, to wash my hair. And so I got in the shower, and it was taking a few minutes to just enjoy it, and I washed my face and lathered up my loofah and got out, and I was feeling great, and I just left my hair to dry, and so about the day, just the crush of the morning trying to get ready and get everybody out the door, and I go to do my hair, and it's greasy, and I'm thinking that maybe it was just wet and it looks like that. But no, it's, it's dry and it's greasy. So I'm trying to figure out if my shampoo was not working. And then I tried to remember if I'd actually used shampoo. And I didn't. I forgot to wash my hair, specifically the one thing that I needed a shower for. And so I don't know if the fail is that I forgot to wash my hair. Or that I never realized that I hadn't washed my hair
0: until two hours later.
2: We're all doing a great job. Bye. It's
0: both. Yeah. It's both. Yeah. This is one of those barely a human being fails. Uh, Yeah. You just walk around. You don't realize that. Then you realize it. Yeah. And you don't know which one to feel worse about. Yeah. Yeah. That's awful. It really is. I'm sorry you're not able to shower. You can't give yourself one nice thing. You're doing a horrible job. You are the greatest
3: mom I've ever known.
0: One Bad Mother is supported in part by Horse Meets
1: Dog. Horse thinks dog is a tiny baby horse. Dog thinks horse is a very big dog. Only one can be right. Both might be wrong. Which side will you and your family choose in this great debate?
0: Find out in the new book, Horse Meets Dog, by four-time Emmy Award-winning writer Elliot Kalin and illustrator Tim Miller. Available now wherever you buy your books. And it's great. Teresa. Yes. Let's call someone today. Hey, this week we are calling author Libby... Babbitt Klein, who's a producer and creative director with a focus on activist and political content. She ran the video department for Al Gore's Alliance for Climate Protection and launched a feminist jewelry line, Libby BK, and for over a decade has been creating content that is rooted in social change and entertainment. We are having her on today to talk about her new book, the board book, called Baby Feminists. Welcome, Libby. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. Hello. We are so excited to have you on. And before we get into Baby Feminist, that's <laughs> the greatest name for a book. Thank you. It does feel good to say, doesn't because it? Baby Feminist. Um, I want to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? Thank you. Well, I live in my house. <laughs>
4: I'm here. Uh, my husband lives in my house. My daughter lives in our house. She is two and a half. <laughs> And our dog lives in our house. His name is Wolfie. And today, my daughter told me, Mama, I want a pet cat. But currently no cat.
0: We'll Uh, see. We'll see. We'll see how persuasive a a two-and-a-half-year-old can (laughs) be. I I was
4: like,
1: I don't even know where you learned about pet cats. Okay, (laughs) we'll discuss. I'm sure she'll take really good care of the cat. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. You won't have to do much. Yeah yeah
0: yeah it's cool, Mom. I'll clean the litter box. <laughs> yeah, it's not a big deal. <laughs> anyway, baby feminists. I would like to just start off with a a question that I certainly well, anybody who's aware in our world could come up with some answers, but I'd like to hear your answer for why come uh why do this book? Where did the concept come from for you? Yes.
4: Well, um, I am a woman. Yeah. (laughs) I am a feminist. Check. I'm a mother. Check. And I live in these political times that are harrowing for me, to say the least. And after the election, I felt despondent. I had actually been working on the election to not elect Donald Trump. And like everyone else was blown away and disappointed and very sad, or like many other people. And I was in this kind of deep depression. And then I went on the Women's March and Mm. felt this beautiful feeling hope it was amazing and it was filled with kids and i had my daughter with me and i felt like i wanted to create something that speaks to this political moment that speaks to the positive things i'm feeling that is the values that i care about that can be a counter to this other narrative that's popped up in my country and that my daughter will love and out of that all came baby feminists
0: (laughs) (laughs) And so it's this board book for for young kids, and each page shows an illustration of an adult who's notable in some way for existence. I mean, for instance, our favorite, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Get better, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Please get better. And then if we lift the flap, we see her as a toddler. (laughs) Why did you decide to tell the story this way? Well, I think, so the
4: political backdrop, and then I I did this remarkable thing. I gave birth. Yeah. And when I gave birth, I looked at this little being, and I was so blown away that I could not believe it. All of these, every person ever has been, was a baby. Yes. Um, And I thought about how, if I was surprised and amazed by that, maybe some other people would be too. (laughs) And that was, kind of, that was kind of where it came from. And then I, I have to say, too, that I really saw, I saw the books that I was drawn to for her, and it was books like Dear Zoo yeah. that had these things that she could lift and look at. And I wanted, and I, and then there are these figures that I wanted her to always know about, like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And it, and it just sort of all came together, and here we are, baby Feminist.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's actually really fun. And there's also, you know, probably knowing it or not knowing it or it being a, a subconscious sort of thing. I feel like reminding ourselves that we were all babies and not these, you know, adults who have all this lifetime of experience and have made choices and whatever we've done, that we were all babies once. We all come from this like sort of same weird. We just. We're babies. We were babies. how those things get together like that? That's how? weird. And, like, that, there's something kind of nice about that, to not see the adult as this, like, one-dimensional thing, but to be like, oh, and also was a baby. And yes! also was a baby, yes. And I think, you know, it
4: also, the book ends with this message that we hope will be inspiring. It says, the last page says, and baby, so can you. Yeah. That it's this... It's not just, like, look where these figures came from, but look forward to what our babies of today can be. And again, when this feeling of there is, there is darkness in our country that feels really scary, but there is also hope, and our children are such a part of that, and they, we, we can fight for them now, and they will be fighting for their own futures and the futures of the next generations to come. And, Maybe all of that gets across, and maybe none of it gets across, and it's just a fun book to look at with little cats.
0: Well, I think also the thing to get across is, you know, we've talked about this before, but, like, I would like (laughs) women, people of color, LGBTQ, everybody to be just as commonplace and almost boring (laughs) in stuff that our kids are reading. You know, like, it goes without saying, you know, here's this straight, white, male figure that's like in all of our books you know like uh, historical figures we all George Washington Abraham Lincoln they're all great people that's great but well okay they're not all, all right Trent, <laughs> let me, let me. all right we do have a we do have a slightly slanted history uh telling of these stories fair enough go on, um no. go on but like I would it would be great if like you know famous, historical, well, not famous because they ain't famous because no one's paying attention to them. Historical, female, historical, people of color, all these people, you know, were just as commonplace in our baby books and our, you know, on the wall. Like we just, I recently, I like jigsaw puzzles. And I recently found one that was like of all these famous, it was like this feminist puzzle. And it, like, it had Ruth Bader. It had Mother Teresa. It had, you know, uh, Billie Jean King. It had Gloria Stein. It had, like, all these people from all over the world. And my daughter and my son were, like, watching me put it together. And I'd be like, oh, this is, this, when she was a girl, she fought for education, you know. And she got shot in the head. And yet, she, <laughs> she comes, yeah, And really? yet, she's lived. And she's still fighting for education for girls. Can you believe it? And they'd be like, what? And, like, you could point and talk. And give more information or less information when these pictures are just around. Like it's just, you know, my kids both now know who a lot of those people are, just like they would know who, uh, you know, uh, Abraham Lincoln would be if they spotted them, you know, in a picture. So I, I, I want to ask why, how did you choose the, because your book could be 100 pages, how did you wind up choosing who to put in the book? Well, that is such a great question,
4: and that was absolutely the hardest part. Yeah. Um, there are so many extraordinary feminists, and we kept having to remind ourselves that we were not writing the definitive history of feminism. <laughs>
2: we were writing
4: a 10-page book for babies. Right. Um, so it really does get back to what you were talking about. We, we It was so important to us to show a range of different people, and we wanted people that looked different from each other. We wanted people that families of all different backgrounds could look at and say, that person looks like me. And then we also wanted people that, that any, a child from any different background could say, those people don't look like me. And yeah. yet that, that is normal. That's what I expect because that's what's in this book that I've seen since I was a baby. Yeah. Then we also really wanted um, a range of different types of accomplishments. So we have, for instance, um, Mae Jemison, an yeah. astronaut, And we have Billie Jean King, a tennis player. And then we have Frida Kahlo, an artist. And we wanted people that had done things as adults whose accomplishments children could relate to. So Frida Kahlo is painting. And we think, you know, then you see her as a little baby. She's doing painting with her fingers, just like little kids do. And Billie Jean King is a tennis player. And then you see her as a baby, and she's playing with a ball, just like our kids do. And so we wanted something that kids could kind of take their own experiences and begin to translate that into what the adults do. And then we wanted people that were relatively current. Um, And so we mixed that all up and spent months researching and having conversations. And what we came up with was really what we hope creates kind of a a team that says to our children, one of the values that is in this book is that diversity is important to our family. And when you're reading it, I think what we read does tell our children what we think is important. And these very different types of people are important to our family. Because I think just what you were saying is that By reading books about real figures to our children when we're very young, we're making it so that those are the names that they'll never not know.
3: Right.
4: So that my child will always grow up. When she's very little, she may not know who Malala, for instance, is in the book, is. But she will continue to hear that name, and she'll know that's a name that my family thought was important. That's a a name that my family valued. And that she can hold that and contrast that to, here's a person that I heard on the news, like Kavanaugh. But that wasn't who we were talking about in my family. That's not who my parents were saying was important. And so it's, I, we hope it's like it's, it's sowing the seeds that then we can revisit as our kids get older.
0: Well, you know, and it's also, just to end on a, a, a slightly, you know, uh, generous note, and that is it's good for all of us to remember that all these people were babies. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's even the ones I don't like very much. They were babies. And yeah, you know maybe that can help me get to a place of empathy and uh, that allows me to start pursuing conversation and discussion and change so i I, I think this concept for a book is is really great and and it 's a really great way for families to to have these names be included in uh, you know the people that we're talking about and our kids are learning about. So uh thank you so much for joining us and and creating the book. And we'll make sure that we can link everybody up to where they can get a copy of Baby Feminist which also I kind of wanted to be like a superhero action cartoon. Now I'm like it's Baby Feminist. <laughs>
4: thank you. Can I just can I on that superhero action figure note? Yeah. Can I tell one quick story? Oh, yes. So um We've been doing events and readings um, all around the country, and for our launch party, one of the things that we made was we made cutouts of the feminists that are in our book, and we put them on sticks for, like, little kids to play with. So I have this whole pile of them now in my living room, and last night, my daughter, she picked up the stick, the one with Mae Jemison, the first um, woman of color in space, and she ran around the house, and she said, I'm Mae Jemison, I'm flying to the stars, and I was like, Yes! (laughs) <laughs> this is all
0: I wanted. My dreams are coming true. So <laughs> That's so great. That's so great. Well, thank you again for coming on and thank you for writing this book.
4: Thank you so much. Thank you both.
0: Absolutely. Have a good day. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. waves send a
3: message,
2: Since the dawn of time, screenwriters have taken months to craft their stories. But now, three Hollywood professionals shall attempt the impossible. Break a story in one hour. That's right. Here on Story Break, I, Freddie Wong, Matt Arnold, and Will Campos, the creators behind award-winning shows like Video Game High School, have one hour to turn a humble idea into an awesome movie. Now, an awesome movie starts with an awesome title. I chose the Billionaire's Marriage Valley. <laughs> Mine was Christmas Pregnant Paradise. <laughs> okay. Next, we need a protagonist. So I've heard Wario best described as libertarian. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, every great movie needs a stellar pitch in order to. Get To heaven, sometimes you gotta raise a little hell.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Check out Storybreak
2: every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: How does this sound? A weekend on a
4: beautiful mountaintop in California. You wake up, eat a tasty meal with some new friends, some old friends, maybe the host of your favorite podcasts. After that, it's a couple of inspiring classes, spectacular podcast tapings, a hilarious stand-up showcase, a dance party, and more. And s'mores! All of this can be yours at Max FunCon, returning to Lake Arrowhead next June. Tickets go on sale Friday, November 23rd. Put that on your calendar because Max FunCon tickets always sell out. Get a head start planning your next summer vacation and go to maxfuncon.com. To learn more,
0: baby feminists saving the day. Baby feminists saying no way, <laughs> fighting the patriarchy left and right. Anyway, okay, I'll work on that. That was that was fun. Yeah, that's really fun. And I, you know, again, there are. It's it's too bad that a board book for babies can't be three hundred pages long mm-hmm. to include all the amazing feminists that are out there. You know what's also amazing, and could take three hundred pages in board book form. That's a rant. That's a mom having a breakdown.
3: Hi, I have a rant, and my rant is this: I had a goal. I had a goal, a health goal, to not eat, to um, not drink. What was unhealthy for me, and not eat what was unhealthy for me, and I categorized it, and I go for three weeks to not eat those things, and I achieved those goal, that goal, and the way to achieve that goal is I dangled the carrot, and the carrot was there was one little amazing yoga like seat, not to say I'm a yoga master, but I love this idea. Rather than slouching on the couch, I would sit on this yoga seat, and it would be great. And I was really excited for this, and I achieved my goal, and it came in the mail today, and I was so excited, and I finished all the things I needed to do, and I opened it up, and my two of my three children were here, my 16-month-old and my four-year-old, and they were both enjoying sitting on it. And before, before I let them sit on it, I sat on it once, and I said, oh, this is the perfect thing for what I was looking for. I'm so proud of myself. I stood up and I let them take their turn and I went into the other room to sort laundry because you can't just sit there and enjoy it for more than, you know, I don't know, 20 seconds. No. And then I come back and my baby, my baby has peed through her cloth diaper, which I had double padded because she's been peeing through everything. And I would pee all over this thing. So now I had to pour out all of the buckwheat that was inside of it and take the two shells and wash it and hope to hell that it will survive and just kind of feel like maybe the pea that's on the buckwheat will just magically disappear. I think that's what will happen. I'm pretty sure. And then then I'll put it together. Maybe it will be okay. Maybe not. But it's like it's going to take so much effort to – But all I got was like 20 seconds. That's all I got. And then the cloth papers, they are failing. This is my third child. I have tried so hard. This one just pees everything at once. And even if I double pat it, it's peeing everywhere. So now this means means I have to not only, not only did my thing that I was looking forward to get me peed over, but I'm going to have to get like, Maybe stop with cloth diapers and do the disposables and destroy the earth and spend all that money. And Alex, that's that's my rant. (laughs) And I have lost myself in the garage, and now I'm going to go back and go be a good parent. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Everything's
0: Okay. So much. That yeah. is a breakdown. Yeah, that's a full on. There, there's so many things that she hit. The uh, universal hits can't have anything nice. No, nope. it's gonna be a lot of extra work mm-hmm. to fix it. Mm-hmm. Like this thing's no longer just a thing you get to enjoy. It's now gonna become work. Right, and a, and and it's also a little tainted. Forever, like yeah. even if you get it all back together, yeah, it's not the same. Mm-mm. And then at the end, <laughs> you locking yourself in a garage, mm-hmm. smart, but also there's this other thing going on. The I love what she said. I think she just holds all the pee yeah. in and then just releases it at once. Yeah. And now, yeah, now you're gonna be up googling all night. Buck, pee on buckwheat as well as <laughs> the strongest cloth diapers known yeah. to man. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. This is like everything. Yeah. This is like all the things that no one cares about in terms yeah. of us, like what we're going through as a parent. Like, yeah. and because it's awful. You don't want to share that. You don't want to share right. that your kid peed all over this nice thing that you got yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. they're going to be like, Gross. I'm never having children. Right. Or, gross. My children taught you do that. And you're like, yeah. not yet. Not right. yet. It's yeah. really the answer to that. So, like, I just, I think you're amazing.
1: I do too. I really
0: do. I wish we could, like, get you a new, I don't even know what a yoga chair is, but I want to get it.
1: Yeah. Just
0: have like a hundred yoga chairs shipped to your
1: house. Yeah. And, like, a box of diapers. And a box <laughs> of diapers. Yeah. I mean, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing such a good job. You
0: really <laughs> are. You really are. Teresa, what did we learn today? Well, we learned. Here's a big, this is going to come as a shock to many of you. This is really hard. Mm-hmm. I think that's the takeaway. I think, I don't know. I, for me, in all honesty, the takeaway is I'm really tired. Of doing all this work. Yeah. And getting yelled at. Yeah. Like all the time. Yeah. And I know that I am not getting yelled at. But uh, it sometimes I am. Yeah. Certainly feels like it. Yeah. Uh, You're the one that's there. I'm the one there. I'm the one who ruined it.
1: Yeah.
0: By, you know, just breathing, yeah. being there. Or like,
1: yeah. It's yeah, yeah that's takeaway. I liked your t- I liked when you said I'm just ready for him yeah. to be better now. Yeah. Like I'm, ready. I'm just ready to yeah. be and I, I really feel that with you. Yeah. I'm really and, but it's ready like what you to. said at the
0: beginning too, where you're like, I love this and I hate you know, it's like yeah. I don't yeah. I don't want it to be at you the cost of be, all right. that. You don't wanna
1: right. The, you're not ready for him to be a ten year old. No. You just want this one this thing, one to thing be better. Yeah. To be better. Yeah. Because the, all the magic yeah. is so good. So I don't want yeah. it to be at the cost yeah. of that. Right. It's just
0: a pretty penny (laughs) that must be paid for this. Also, Teresa and I were sitting here, and I was like, oh, my God, Thanksgiving's next week. That snuck up on me, despite every week coming in here and saying it's around the corner. Mm -hmm. So, uh, in honor of hiding in the bathroom this year, new listeners... Just take some things that you like, you need, iPad, phone, glass of wine, beer, whatever. Pre-stash it in a bathroom. Uh Occasionally, if you have a a very little baby, oh, everything's too overwhelming for the baby. baby. I've got it. we got to go. i got to go feed the baby. The baby needs a break. Whatever. Use the baby. Perk of a baby. Or, I don't feel so good. Can you watch the kids for a second? Ah, I don't feel good. Sacrifice the... Embarrassment. Like like yeah. j- j- be take yourself to a place that you might not be comfortable telling yeah, people. It's worth it. It's worth it. Hide in the bathroom yeah. for some quiet. Yep. It's really nice. It is. It's and, and you deserve that break. You do. Yeah. While you're sitting in the bathroom, you might be wearing two new one bad mother <laughs> shirts that are coming out. That's a week. Oh my God. This show comes out Thursday, and I think Friday, the yeah. shirts go online. Correct. So you can go to MaxFun. It's maxfunstore.com. Yeah. And that's where they'll be. One says Broken and Haggard. and the other. But it's really cool, guys. But it's really cool. Yeah. It is so cool. And the other one says It's Friday somewhere. And it's really cool. And it's really cool. Yeah. And a big shout out to Stefan, who yeah. I owe many oversized, overpriced Lego sets too for all of this work. He did such a good job. He did such a nice job. They're so much
1: fun! New shirts! They're so cute. Just get your new shirts. Get them! Get some shirts! Everybody,
0: you're doing a really good job. You really are. Turns out, this was really hard. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact that you're doing it and showing up and going to bed, getting up and doing it again, Mm -hmm. says a lot about who you are and that you're you're doing a good job. You You really are. are. You really are, guys. Yeah. Actually, you are doing an amazing job. Teresa, you are doing a really good job.
1: Thanks, Biz. So are
0: you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye.
1: Bye. I got to slow down, mama blues.
3: I got to slow down, mama blues. Got to down Blue. low down, mama blues. Slow down, mama blues. Got to slow down, mama blues. Got to low down, mama blues. You know that right.
1: One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to maximumfun.org/slash/donate.
3: Well,
4: daddy, baby, Oh, baby, yeah.
1: MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture, artist-owned, listener-supported.